Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 hello on the Daily Family. This is your host, Danielle. I'm so pumped about this next interview we have for you today. His name is Brian Tarada. He is the founder of Be Free Stories. He is a vlogger. He is a YouTuber. He is a musician. He is so many things. But to me, he is a friend that has been absolutely instrumental in my journey, my relationships, the way that I treat people, the way that I listen to people. He's just been such an instrumental part of that. And the conversation that we have in this episode is so good. It's, it's, we ask questions. He flips the roles on me and asks me questions. And, uh, it was really fun talking to him because I really got to see how similar our paths have been and the different vehicles that we've used to kind of deliver a similar message to the world. His gifts are so vast. He has so many qualities and the way he makes people feel is just so, 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 so special. So I'm so excited for you to hear this interview. Okay. So one thing I talk about all the time is how important sustainability is in my household. And I talk a lot about how we no longer use paper, toilet paper. And people are always like, what? What does that even mean? No, we are not wiping our butts with our hands. Don't worry. We do not have a chamber pot in the backyard or anything like that. I use Bippy. It is bamboo toilet paper. And this company I found a few years ago, it was created by a woman named Lisa, who is so dope. And I have, I love using this toilet paper. A, it feels the same as normal toilet paper. It's soft. It works. It's just as effective. I promise. But I don't know if you know this big, like big toilet paper production. It wipes out about 27,000 trees a day, a day. So if there was a way that I could not contribute to that, right? And I could use something that was really soft. It was really strong and dependable, environmentally friendly. It was saving trees for like this planet as, you know, for future generations. It's biodegradable and it's fragrance free and it, you know, it does the same thing. Like I'm absolutely going to switch to it. So I love Bippy. I have a discount code. If you want to try it out, you can go to Hey Bippy. That's B I double P as in Paul Y dot com. Hey Bippy dot com. Use the code on the daily at checkout. You'll get a little discount. Tell me what you think of it because everybody's always so afraid to use it. Like they think something bad's going to happen to them, and it's <laughs> it's literally the best. They come individually wrapped. It's like these really cute packaging. They even have like this spray that you can create a wipe out of your bamboo toilet paper. So you also don't have to buy a bunch of wipes at the store. It's great. And you know, everybody poops. So why not give it a why not give it a shot? You know? And if you are just joining the podcast, welcome to the OTD fam. 
I hope you go back and hear episodes prior. Last week, I got to interview a good friend of mine. Her name is Ariel Astoria. She's a poet. She's a writer. She's a content creator. She is just all the things. And I adore every single inch of her being. Uh, the conversation we had was really lovely and grounded around just how we pivot, how we... I don't know how we move through different seasons of our life. Uh, I just think you're really going to like that episode. But go back and listen to that one. Go back and listen to any episode you want. They are not in any sequential order. So you can literally just pick one and dive in if you think the title resonates with you. I also do my own episodes every Friday. So you get an interview every Tuesday. You get a solo episode every Friday. And like I said, pick one, dive in. They're not in any uh, specific order. So let's get in to this interview with my dear friend, Brian Tarada. On the daily, we have the best guest in the house. This is Brian. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Look at this. This is amazing. I'm so Danielle, good. on the daily. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you. You look so good. It's been so fun watching your like life over the last year. Dude, I it's so good to see you. This is crazy. Like how beautiful like I feel like you're sitting right in front of me and and it's a beautiful testament to just like overcoming any barrier we can to actually have actual authentic human face-to-face -face interaction. This is this is amazing. I'm already freaking pumped. Oh my gosh. Same, 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 same. So, Hey, I, uh, you'll love this. So I like to start every episode with a clearing, very Lululemon mm -hmm. style. Heck um, yeah, I'm all about it. So since you already know about those, why don't you go first? Okay. Oh gosh. What do I need to clear? Um, I feel like clearings are usually like, Oh, what do I need to like get off my chest? But like right now or like in a, like the hard things, but right now I just kind of feel like the only thing I have to clear is like, hey, it's a beautiful day. I'm happy to be here. I'm feeling free. This is like a conversation I've been looking forward to. Um, I've been excited to talk with you. And like, I've always loved talking with you. And so to get an actual conversation with you on the record is just freaking dope. And so I don't know. That's my clearing. That I'm I'm chilling. I'm, I'm super happy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, mine was going to be really similar. I was like, I wanted to say, I have always just like so much respected like your voice and the way that you communicate with people. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I get to interview Brian. No. And normally it's like Brian's asking me to speak at things. And like, this is me getting to like, just like go lift the veil of Brian and, and hear everything. And I'm just so pumped. Well, and you know that the feeling is mutual, which is why, you know, we've had you share and speak so many times, like multiple times, I feel like at, at Be Free events, mm -hmm. you've just always been someone ever since I met you, which was probably in like 2014. It uh, was a long time ago. Yeah. 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 Ever since I met you, you've just continued to be someone who's clearly a leader, an organizer, somebody who makes the world a bigger, better, brighter place for everyone they come into contact with. And so as you know, we've done our events, it's just been an obvious, an obvious choice to, to have you share, share who you are, share your story. And um, so obviously the feelings mutual. Oh, friend. So I normally <laughs> I was going to ask you all about be free later. But like, since we're already there, and we just like dove right in, like, Tell me about Be Free, where it started, how it started, where it is now, where it's going. Like, tell me, tell me, tell me. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So be free. I'm wearing a be free shirt because I know we we're going to talk about it. Be free means you're a safe person to come out to. Uh, for me, I came out uh, almost eight years ago, which is freaking wild. But I just, I guess the idea really stemmed from uh, once I came out, I found a lot more love and acceptance than I was expecting. And um, I just wish I would have known all the people who were out there who were safe to come out to before I came out because I would have done it sooner and I, I wouldn't have been so afraid to, to share who I am with, with all these people who ended up being safe people to come out to. So a few years after I came back, came out, I, um, I made these shirts that said be free. Cause I was like, how can we mark these safe people to come out to so that people who are still in the closet know who the safe people in their lives to come out to, or that if, if you have someone in your life who you feel like needs to talk to, talk to someone about something and you're not, you're not, you don't know how to bring it up to them. Like you can just wear the shirt and be like, Oh yeah, this just means I'm a safe person to come out to. Um, and then, so we had the shirts and then we started doing events uh, about like a year or two into it. And uh, the events were called Be Free Stories Nights, are called Be Free Stories Nights. And basically it's just a, an event where anybody can come, share some of their story in hopes that we can better love and understand people who are different from ourselves. And um, fast forward to, to you know, our paths really, really intersecting, even after we'd already known each other for a few years with Lululemon Holt being the first really public uh, like space and company to endorse us and hold events. Um, and, and you being an ambassador and being someone that, and, and obviously being a, a huge, beautiful, amazing force in the community, um, being an obvious, an obvious decision to want to share as much of you as possible with the be free community as well. And, um, so we, yeah, we have these events, we have these Be Free Stories nights, and um, yeah, it's just all about helping people be more free, and um, it's just amazing how how love is limitless, and the more you give, the more you have, and so mm-hmm. I love coming up with different ways to help people access that ability that they already have, mm-hmm. and hopefully that's, what, that, what, that's uh, one thing that Be Free does. It definitely does that. I, I actually like in this moment realize like how aligned like be free is with this podcast in general. Like I've thought about it before, which is like why I was like, I need Brian on this podcast. Cause like people need to hear you. But also I think one of my main goals with this podcast was like helping people to realize that like they don't have to wear a bunch of layers. They don't have to mm. like pretend to fit into a box that they never asked to be put in in the first place. They are free to peel back their layers and just live the most acoustic, authentic life they can. Um, and I feel like that I is love something- that. Well, that's the whole thing, right? Like people want the acoustic version of us. Like I, I sure. I love a remix. I love (laughs) an edited, a really dope edited, like real, of course. I love all of that. Like there's space Uh and there's time for that, but truly where do we gain the most value from other human beings? It's when there's no layers. It's when there's no like extra, it's just like you, me, a mic, or just our voice and like telling stories. Right. And I just think you do that so well. Having conversations that matter. And it mm-hmm. it blows me away how that, you know, we learned so many different things in school, but some of that internal work, like beyond intellectual, just facts and math and chemistry and everything like that. Like we really need to learn how to engage with each other, with ourselves and with the world. We, we like on an emotional 
spiritual level, like that really is, I believe is a piece that's missing for so many people because it's, it's just not a societal norm in, in so many cultures to be that acoustic stripped down version of yourself. And for you and I, I feel like, you know, being a part of the LGBT community, we kind of got this fast forward lesson <laughs> in totally. like, oh my God, I was trying to be something else for my whole life. And you know, like, I know our stories are a little bit different, but like all of a sudden when I just said, are we allowed to swear? Yes, please. <laughs> all of a sudden when I just said, hey, fuck, like trying to be something that I'm not because clearly it's actually killing me. I'm I'm going to figure out who the people are that I can have these important conversations with. I'm going to go do it because mm -hmm. otherwise I'm going to drown. Yeah. And I yeah. I need these other people and I need their love and they need my love. And if I'm not being the acoustic version of myself, then we're both withholding that from each other. Totally. How do you think that's changed over the last year? Like obviously the world is in like this crazy pivot right now. I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes like the relationships are going to be more beautiful and authentic after this, mm -hmm. but then there's other times where, you know, if you turn on the internet on the wrong day, you're like like, oh gosh, like, why did I do that? Get off the internet right now. Um, so I'm interested, like, just being that, like, your Be Free Stories night was, like, such a, it was an in-person, like, close, intimate event and, like, how that's obviously had to pivot over the last year. But then just relationships in general and connecting with other humans. Like, where do you think we're going? Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. I mean, it, and it really touches on the double-edged sword that is social media and the internet in general, right? How, how... It can be a weapon um, and it can be abused. It can be an addiction. It can be something that really deteriorates people's mental health. But <laughs> clearly, as we've seen also, especially this year, it's helped us stay connected to to people that we work with, to people that we love and still be able to keep our jobs. You know, imagine how, how would, how would so many people been able to keep their jobs if we weren't able to, to work from home and, and do things like this over, um, over the internet? Um, how many, how many FaceTime calls have I had with friends that live close by, but I don't get to see and, and still I'm able to have a face to face conversation with them. I mean, that's like, so that's, it's like, I'm, I feel like after this, after this podcast, you and I, like, I'm going to walk away. And next time I see you, I'm going to feel like I just saw you. If I saw totally. you tomorrow, I'll be like, oh my God, I just saw you yesterday. Like, it really feels like that. And that's a beautiful mm -hmm. side of, a beautiful side of it all. Yeah. I like, um, I need a hug, but like the communication is nice. Absolutely. And look, here you are. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know exactly what you've been through, especially with the pandemic going on. Um, but I'm sure you've had to pivot as well. And I'm sure if, if, you know, we don't live very far away from each other, we could be doing this in person. Um, I'm glad that we, we both have microphones and we have video and we can, and still make it great. Um, but look, technology is still allowing us to do this and I'm sitting here and I'm freaking happy, happy to be talking to you right now. Yeah. Yeah. You make so. it's such a good point. It's like, there's, there's good and there's bad to everything, right? Like there's, there's like, a dark side of the internet and we're all going to have to, 
I kept saying at the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was just like lashing out at everyone, it seemed like I just kept saying, mm-hmm. you guys, like we're going to have to see each other again. Eventually that mm-hmm. person that you just like went off on, on the internet, you're going mm-hmm. to have to see them again because you inter- mm-hmm. they're in your life. And like, what are you going to say to them if you were just an asshole on the internet for three months, you know? And I think that we kind of went really hard in that direction. And then I kind of noticed this like shift back to like kindness and love and finding a place of commonality, which, you know, that's, you know, that that's something like I believe in is it doesn't matter like where you come from. It doesn't matter like what you grew up seeing and what you grew up doing and who your parents were like, and none of that matters. I mean, it matters, but like, ultimately, can we find commonality and that commonality being like love, giving love, receiving love in a genuine, authentic way. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately people are able to say things they wouldn't normally say to someone's face when they're doing it from, from a keyboard or from their phone or from their, their bed in the dark. And they can even lash out at their own friends. I've even felt like, even for me, there's been like some, it's funny because everyone especially with the pandemic like it's such a I don't know about you but like I've felt differently about it through different seasons of of the whole thing because at this point it's been a whole freaking year like yeah in the beginning you're like feeling like oh my god we're all gonna die and then and then you're you're feeling like oh it's only gonna be two weeks and then it goes two months and then it goes six and now it goes a year and um and like there's been times where I've been like super judgmental about someone else. And there's been times where I've felt super judged by someone else. Totally. So it's, it's, yeah, you're right. It's hard. It's hard to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else are you up yeah. to right now? Like besides be free, like your YouTube channel is pretty rad. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, I feel like during the pandemic, um, a lot of people lost a lot of what they used to do. I'm one of those people. I um I lost my job pretty much last year for the last several years. Shooting weddings has been photo and video for weddings has been the the bulk of my income. And then last year of course uh 90% of my weddings were canceled. And some people asked for their re- non-refundable deposits back and I don't want to be a jerk and and you know what like this pandemic screwed everyone over and but like I'm also getting screwed. I don't know. It's it's really complicated. Um, and I lost out and I lost my job, like a hundred percent lost my job. And that's mm-hmm. ca- ca- crazy. And I know so many people are in that same boat. However, it kind of gave me an opportunity to step back and be like, okay, now my schedule is wide open. I don't have anything to edit. I don't have anything to go shoot. Um, combining that with moving in with some friends who are already, uh, doing vlogs and social media and YouTube and being like, okay, all of a sudden I have all this space and time and um i've saved up a little bit so how about i take this empty cup and fill it up with something else mm-hmm. uh because you can't you can't fill up you can't fill up a full cup um and i was I, even though i didn't want to keep shooting weddings i wasn't about to pour it out i was too scared but the pandemic forced me to pour it out and then i i was able to fill it back up with a bunch of shit that that i i, I really enjoy yeah. Do you, um, so you say like, where, did you feel like you just like grown past like shooting weddings? Um, yeah, I, 
I love it. Like it's it's a fantastic job. Um, I feel I feel super lucky that I got to do that for so much for for so long for like seven years, and I'll still I still have some more to do, and I'm I'll, I'm excited to just like do every do my absolute best with them, and honestly like finish that section of my career well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there's always been a part of me where it's just like I want to do something else with my camera. Uh, and, and I have over the years, I've just never really fully, uh, taken the dive. How come? I was, I, was, I, I was just scared. Yeah. Just talk, talk about like that fear. Well, I feel like the things that we want to do the most, we're the most afraid to do. Yes. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. If something makes you nervous or if you are procrastinating on something that you would enjoy doing, that means that like you really fucking care about it, which means like you really want to do it. And there's something there, right? This podcast uh, is a perfect example of that, by the way. Yeah. Like, were you afraid to start this? I've been trying to start a podcast for three years. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I'm sure or I mean, I'm guessing that the pandemic actually kicked it into gear. Is that true? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't teaching classes for a while and like, obviously like soul cycles gone up back out and we were doing these things and like, you know, my business, I can run from anywhere. So I was at home a lot. And then I was just kind of using my voice. I think the reason why I officially took the jump into doing this was I was using my voice on Instagram as like, mm-hmm. just trying to be love and light for people. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned earlier, like that came with criticism that came with judgment. Cause like people would misinterpret that as like silence sometimes. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. Like don't just like show up and then like decide what my page is all about. Because if you've been here and you've been watching, you know what I yeah. stand for, but yeah. like, I also stand for love and I stand for light and I stand for unity. And I also, my page is to motivate and my page is to make you feel like you can do anything. And that is regardless of who you are. And so I started to use my voice like that over the last year really heavily on my Instagram. And then I kind of had a moment where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, just start the podcast. Like, that's what you really want to do. You want to have conversations with other humans. Like, having these kind of conversations with people that I care about. And I'm so blessed with so many awesome humans. Like, Hmm. you, you and I both share that. Like, That's something I'm very confident in is my ability to like attract a badass network of people around Mm. me. And I was like, Mm. I just want to sit and have conversations because so many people need to hear these stories. And what better way to like you said about be free, like listen and learn about things that maybe you've never listened and learned about than just having an open conversation with another human being, you know, And, and this was like the way that I knew that I could make that happen. And it just took me you know, timing's everything. And it started when it was supposed to start, but yeah, I was, I was so afraid. I was so afraid to start it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and same for me, um, as afraid because I wanted to, I wanted it more than anything. And, and the same, like I wanted to stop doing weddings. I wanted to, to make my own content. I wanted to express myself. I wanted to sing. I wanted to write songs and that's even bigger than, than like, um, making content like making music for me is that's the thing that I've always been so afraid to do but I've always loved doing more than anything my favorite thing to do in the world is sing but I'm not really? trying to, I, I didn't know a, that a billion percent 
uh, like always since I was like a tiny little kid. Like like I I I performed in the the big church performances like in front of a thousand people every night for five nights in a row. Like singing the solos, acting like just a little kid. Like I love that shit. I always in choir, but I, I there was this block for me mm-hmm. that like said I just always had this these voices in my head saying like you're not good enough. Like your voice isn't good enough Mm. or, or when you can, yeah, you can sing pretty well on your own, but once you get on stage with the microphone, you're not going to be able to, to execute. Uh. And you know what, you know, what has helped me just in the last six months get over that has been, I don't know where I heard it, but I realized that I think it might've been from Sean Mendes new documentary. Have you seen it? So good. Yeah. And he says something along the lines of like, if I'm nervous, and this might be in the very beginning opening, he's like, if I'm nervous, like, that's just my ego. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, if I, if whatever it is, if I'm nervous to say something, if I'm nervous to like go somewhere, and, and of course, I want to be sensitive to anybody who, you know, especially like deals with social anxiety or whatever it may be. But like, totally. for me personally, this is how I experience it. I feel that when I'm getting nervous, that is my ego actually taking over. Not not me being shy. It's actually me thinking that like I want to make everyone think I'm perfect. It's actually yeah. me me saying like, hey, if I mess up a note, then oh my God, they're going to know that I'm not perfect. Well, of course I'm not perfect. And why am I trying to be? Right. Right. Well, and if you have a gift to share with this world and you don't do it because of like, oh my gosh, like what if this, what if that, I'm not good enough. Like all those like limiting beliefs and like social like insecurities that come into play. Like if you have a gift to share and you're not sharing it for those reasons, like I always go, well, that's selfish of me. Kind of selfish. Right. Like I have like... I will use you as an example. Like had I not started this podcast, like people need to hear your story. They need to hear where you've come from. Like they need to hear like what you've been through to get to who you are today, which is like this shining beacon of light for so many people. But like, if I don't start a podcast because I'm afraid of like it not doing well, that has everything to do with me and nothing about like the gift that I have that I can share with this world, you know? Who is the musical artist that you feel like has changed your life without you ever meeting them? I mean, Katy Perry, because this what is if, like, she's, she's the, the reason why acoustic you, why I came up with, with the acoustic you. And what if Katy Perry never sang? 100%. What if I had right? never walked into the hotel cafe and seen, seen her on stage, like with a guitar and like a hamney down dress singing acoustically, like this would have never, this idea would have never happened. Wow. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, if she had gone into that mindset of, I, I just, I don't, I don't want, I don't, she started as a gospel singer, you know, like she started as like a gospel singer who was like very acoustic and then Mm -hmm. she moved. And I talked about this in like the trailer and like the intro episode of this podcast, but you know, she went obviously very pop star and I'm not like a diehard Katy Perry fan. Like I don't like, you know, hmm. but it was this experience that I had with her hmm. as an acoustic gospel singer with like her on a stage. It was like Hotel Cafe. And like, you know, you've been to Hotel Cafe. Like yeah. it's all of these beautiful acoustic performances that are just so intimate and so lovely. And she yeah. sang a cover of Sam Sparrow, um, Black and Gold. 
Hmm. And it was just her with a guitar. And I was like, whoa, like that's amazing. And it honestly didn't register until years later when I heard I Kissed a Girl and like that first album. And it was like so poppy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I I knew her as like this acoustic performance. And it was just so crazy to see like her go in the pop direction, which actually has nothing to do with what you were just saying. But had she not gone out there and done an acoustic performance, like I would have never had that moment later on. Well, did you feel like when you saw also her go from that acoustic performance to the pop performance, did you see her even breaking through barriers that even maybe you thought that she couldn't break through? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like she's just being her. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so regardless of whatever thing you've gotten into with your company or your, your soul cycle class or Lululemon or, um, breezy like you know all like whatever like you're still growing and expanding and learning who you are and learning about what you love and you're getting closer and closer and closer to that thing where you are fully expressing who you are and this this like the thing that you're that you love to do your that brings you the greatest joy and the, the world's greatest need like where those two meet like you're getting closer and closer and closer and closer to that and totally. only you can feel when it's right and only uh-huh. katie can feel when it's right and that's why she went pop and then you mm-hmm. see like, oh, she just busted through this thing that I thought she was just this. But then she's like, nope, I'm this, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she you know stepped out of a box that I put her in. Like, I put her in a box and that was on me. She never asked to be in that box. Yeah, and it's scary. It's a scary thing. I mean, that's a huge scary thing about coming out. Um, I feel, Although I feel like I've come out like so many different times. And I'm sure you have too where it's like, okay, you know what? Like, even since I've known you and even though we don't even talk all that often, I've I know that like at least for me, from an outsider's perspective, looking at different milestones in your life in the last several years since I've known you, you, I met you, we were working at a little lemon together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you then, mean Sammy. And then, Sammy, that's right. And, um, and so many others, Stephanie, ECs, James, oh, like, yeah. oh my so gosh, many. like, yeah, Seth, like Je- everything. And then, and then it's like, oh, now then it's like one minute, Danielle's uh, working at Lululemon. And then the next, she's a soul cycle instructor. It's like, oh, shoot, she just busted out of a box. And then mm. next, she's an ambassador. It's like, oh, she's busting out of a box. And then, oh, shoot, she's a senior soul cycle instructor, which I was at that class, by the way. You were yours, at that class. With the balloons. And um, and then and then you, you go into Arbonne, and you have this amazing, thriving business where you're helping all these people become the fullest and best and brightest versions of themselves. And you just keep breaking out of it and expanding it and and regardless of of what anyone any because uh, people are putting you in a box everywhere every different every day place along the way right and you just fucking bust through it and that that is freedom it is so then what is music for you like how does that play into like your next level of freedom well or maybe i'm going to put you on the spot and be like what are you going to do with music because clearly it's super important to you so like well, where is it what are you doing with it I mean, along that same vein, after I, you know, just like grazed through like a few big things in your life, or, or, or of course, I was going to say coming out and like dating Breezy and being like, hey, nope, this is more of me, yeah. um, you know, um, and and then, yeah, so uh, along that same vein for me, you know, the boxes I've been put in, like growing up in a, in a, in a christian culture conservative christian culture and then like not like being so straight edge being believing that like 
all these different rules are what's going to make me me if I follow them. And then going to the Christian college and kind of staying in that mindset, but also on the whole way, just knowing that like, yo, one, I'm gay. <laughs> and two, I fucking love to entertain. Like that's where I feel like myself. Like I, I love creating content. I don't really like the word content, but for lack of a better term, like I love creating media in mm-hmm. so many different formats, but especially those two things always felt like such negative things. And I felt like for a while, for my whole life, I was put in this box of like, you can't be gay and you can't have a job where you're like the attention's on you. Uh, Because then you're a narcissist and you're a bad person and you're fake. Yeah. But you can't have that confidence that like, you know, you're good at those things either, because if you have confidence, then you're just like, you know, you're just annoying. Who do you think you are? Right. Right. No. Who do you think you are to have a podcast? Right. Um, and, and then like, I bust, obviously busted out of the, the pretending to be straight box a long time ago, eight years ago, but it still took me another almost eight years to bust out of that, that second box of being like, you know what? Like, I want to be on the other side of the camera and I want to talk into the microphone. I have a lot of shit to say. I have a lot of, a lot of shit that I need to express on the daily. <laughs> like it hey. just is <laughs> shout out TM, but <laughs> I like, I need, I need to do it. Like, and it's not because I want to like, it's not because I want the attention It's because I am so unhappy when I'm not doing the thing that brings me joy and and is also meeting a place that the world uh where the world is in need mm-hmm. um and it still it still took me until this last year um to break out of the box and be like you know what I like being fucking silly and stupid and 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 also being serious and i like talking about be free and i like taking pictures and i like saying fuck and i like saying stupid jokes and i like making inappropriate jokes sometimes and i like making tiktoks and i like singing <laughs> and i'm going to yeah. make music and i'm going to write songs and i'm going to express all this all these different parts of me and fuck the boxes mm-hmm. fuck the labels that anybody else that i thought anybody else needed to keep me in and Cause so much is it, of it is in your own head too. Totally. But fuck it. Like whatever anyone else thinks, like at the end of the day, it's me who has to go to bed with myself at night. Do you think that be free is a big catalyst to you? Like breaking through these other boxes and like well, becoming more free. You know what? I, be free even began to feel like a box. Mm-hmm. I bet. I, yeah, well, because it like, wasn't your it wasn't your voice, right? Like you were lending you were lending the platform to every all these other voices, which is like a really beautiful thing. Sure. But you have a lot yeah. to say too. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I like it's be free is a part of me, um, but I I feel like it kind of became like all of what or like the most important part of me to other people. But it it was actually just like one of the very important things to me. Mm-hmm. One of the ways, one of the things that I want to do, one of the ways that I view freedom being found and freedom being expressed. Mm-hmm. And I was scared to be like holding these events where people could 
come and share their story. And, you know, I'm talking like this and we're coming together and we're holding a safe space. And then it's like, but then can I still make a, a, a dancing TikTok? Or or can I oh, can I yeah, interesting. you know what I'm saying? Can I can I still swear online? Can yeah. I get angry sometimes? Can I post a shirt uh, a shirtless photo? <laughs> you yeah. know? Like all those things were in my head because I was like, oh, I'm the leader of be free. And so I'm supposed to be this one thing. But, but again, it kind of went back to ego. Right. I mean, be free yeah. was yours. Cause at the, from the very beginning, you could have made it whatever you wanted it. And then it's kind of funny to hear you say this. Cause like, I'll tell you what it looked like from an outsider's perspective, at least from my outsider perspective. Like I just, when you created be free, I felt like you were in alignment. Like I was like, oh, this is like Brian becoming more aligned with like who he is and what he cares about and like his core values in this planet and in this lifetime. Um, and I did. I. It's funny that you say like, oh, but could I swear? Could I do this? Could I do that? Because I, I did kind of feel like you subdued yourself a little bit to like make that what it was or what it is. It's not past tense. Like make that what it is. But it's it. I love that you're you're saying this and like, what a, I mean, gosh, what a self-awareness. Cause a lot of people, when a train gets rolling, they don't have the heart to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like let's pump the brakes a little bit and like revamp this. And then we can send it back out into the world. So it's, I commend you for having that self-awareness to be like, cause obviously be free is something you seriously care about. Absolutely. But, and be free can be what you really want it to be and not what you thought it needed to be. Exactly. Exactly. And you're right. I I did have to like, kind of like stop and revamp and, um, and think like, okay, is this really the, the thing that is defining me? Or is this going to be a thing that is a part of how I define myself. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and and what I'm about. And even like what is the main message of 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 this organization? Is it is it I had to think about that too. Like is it really about just is it just about be free stories nights or is dancing on TikTok a a, a radical act of freedom? 100%. Like, right? Yes. Like freedom freedom Love begetting freedom, it comes in a an infinite uh, infinite amount of of formats, mm -hmm. and how dare I limit that? Totally. Oh my god, I love to hear you say this. This is like my love language. Like letting yeah. things start in one place and like seeing where they can go is just it's free. That's freedom. I mean, you talk about be free. Like I hear that, and I think freedom in every sense of the word, right? Like, of course it started in this like really beautiful way, but honestly, like it started in a way that like you needed it to start in because you were someone who came out and needed that community. And so that's what it was born out of. But since you've evolved, I mean, yeah, like evolve that shit. Absolutely. And it's been a part of, of my own evolution as well. And and I, I, I had no choice. Like I just, I, it, it did get to the point where I felt stuck. I felt pigeonholed. I felt like I was in a box and I was like, I, this isn't, I don't want to just be the person who's always just talking seriously all the time. Even right before I moved in uh, to this house, 
I had started like doing this this thing on YouTube called Brian's Journal, and I was just like, I just want to talk about really serious things all the time, and I love talking about serious things. Cl- clearly, I love doing that, and I just was like, because that's in line with what people expect of me. Mm. And then, and then when I when I started vlogging, just like you know, a month or so later, um, I just kind of realized that regardless of what i think anyone expects of me i need to i need to express every single piece of me like yeah. and and if you don't fuck with me that's fine like this is this is for me totally. <laughs> i'm trying to be happy i want to be happy yeah <laughs> no yeah i want to feel like myself you know what yeah. i mean and so i got to do that yeah and so, do so, you, so does would- everyone Everyone. So like, that's my, that's my next question. So somebody's sitting here listening to this right now going like, Oh my gosh, this guy just seems like he has really figured it out. Like he's really knows himself. Like he is so self-aware. Like I would love to hear you give some advice for people that feel like they it's like hopeless or like they're never going to feel that or like I would love to, and you can be silly this does not have to be serious I am prefacing no. that for you right now no, like, like where do they like where does that go because I know that you've had like ups and downs in that journey I know that that journey hasn't always been like yeah like watch me go like it's been the reason why you're able to be this free is because you've been so in a box before, right? Like people, the freest people were the ones I feel like were the most in a box at one point or more in their life. Agreed. And that's like one of the reasons, obviously like being gay is actually really hard. And I don't think I even like give myself enough credit for how difficult it is, but I do, I am very, very grateful for just the concrete coming out experience and, and realizing how, it was so urgent and I know you know how this feels. It was so urgent that I had to do this crazy big thing and bust out of this box that I had no choice. And ever since then, it's like I got the taste of it. And then every time I feel something kind of pressing me in again, I know like even if it's not as as big of a deal as being in the closet, it's like, nope, I feel I've been there before. Get the fuck away. Yeah. You know, and and, and that's, that's the reason that like I've I do feel fortunate to have that that coming out experience to kind of have that knowledge and be able to sense when things are starting to become when the walls start closing in and I'm like and I need to do something about it in my own mind to bust out of it um mm-hmm. and the thing you said what did you what was that what was the thing you said like what was the question again I, I went off on a like, tangent like no, just like advice like to somebody who's sitting there in there like yes kind of in the thick of it like where do like just give somebody some like wisdom I guess I I just think like you know yourself, you you know what your day to day look like looks like. You are the only person who's always gonna be with yourself, and you want that person to be someone that you can live every single day with for the rest of your life. Of course, and then on top of that, for me, a very 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 important. You know, I don't I don't want to always just say like fuck what other people think, whatever. Like I also I really do. Uh, I need community. I need other people. I need to to be affirmed. I need to be loved. I need to be accepted. I need to know that I'm not crazy. I need to bounce ideas off of other people. And so I, I mean, and I did this before I came out. I wrote down a list of people that I thought that I would be able to come out to and would love me no matter what. And to continue 
and that enabled me to eventually come out to them to be able to continue that non coming out related um with with be free with still trying to create things with vlogging with streaming with like posting a picture posting a story making a funny silly joke like acting and doing little bits and then especially 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 music the fact that i feel like i i feel like i am loved and accepted by the people who matter the most to me in my life namely my my friends and my my closest friends and my family I feel like because I have their love, I can't I can't fail because love never fails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love is always unconditional. I can try something new and if I fuck up and if I'd run out of money or whatever it may be, like they're gonna love me. So I can't fail. Mm-hmm. So I can try that new thing. So I guess I would say like, who are those people in your life? One, you 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 wanna be you. Only you can feel what it feels like to be you. So chase those things that make you feel like you're you. For me, it's like it's surfing, it's singing, it's laughing with people, it's having conversations like this. Like I feel fucking alive right now. What are those things that make you come alive? Because that quote, you know, like the world needs more people who are alive. Yes. And then also, what are those things? And then also try different things and see how it goes, whatever. And then also like who are the people in your life that you need to talk to and say like, hey, how do you feel about me? Like, do or what do you think of this uh, performance? You know, uh, an exercise I do is like, I'll go play guitar in the, in the front room for the whole house to hear so that like, even if I mess up, I know that like, I'll still have a conversation with them after. And it's like, they don't hate me. They don't think I'm stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm loved and accepted no matter what. So who are the people who are going to do that with you? Um, and, and talk to them about the, the shit that you really want to get into. Yeah. That's such good advice. I think we, we, we forget that there are always going to be a certain amount of people in our corner and like we don't utilize that. That's a powerful force behind us. We need each other. Like I need you, right? Like, yes, we, I'm especially, you know, I, I'm not, I don't like bashing America, but especially in America, it's a very individualistic society. Totally. And it's like, you got to pull yourself up from your bootstraps. You got to, you know, get yourself up. And I, I respect that. And I think there's a lot of uh, value in, in self accountability. Totally. However, um, and in your own initiative, however, at least for me, like I need the love and the conversation and the hugs. And I need to, I need to be seen by those most important people. I need mm-hmm. to be fully seen by them mm-hmm. in order for me to go out and do and put myself out there the way that I do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I need that. And that's a, like my friend Corey always says, there's a difference between uh, vulnerability and self-disclosure. Yeah. And a lot of times we get them confused, right? It's like, Oh, um, self, but like, when so, someone might like tell you like, oh, I, I struggle with, with this. I, you know, I've been, I've been dealing with this and you might think like, oh, that's them being vulnerable. But, but really that's just them disclo- self-disclosure. They're just disclosing something to you. That's fine. But vulnerability, again, as my friend Corey says, is, is when you really, really recognize that you, you need somebody else and you openly 
admit that and yes. say, hey, like I told my mom a few weeks ago, like, hey, mom, like I need you, I need your like verbal um, input on this because I can't continue. I, it's just in my head. You matter so much to me and like, I love you so much and I know you love me so much. I, I, I just need that from you, mom. And like, yeah. I'm, I, I, that's just the way it is. And I'm in a vulnerable place like that. Like I'm a little, like I'm a little child and I need like a, a somebody else to help me eat or, or whatever it may be. Like how vulnerable is a little child in the reality? Like we're all just as emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. and um, being able to admit that and like put your pride down, put your ego down and say like, yeah, I do need my friends and I do yeah. need to like be seen and heard and known and loved by them. I mean, that was like, a, you just like gut punched me so hard because I am the first person, like, first of all, I'm an eight on the Enneagram. I'm a Sagittarius. Like I'm like, I'm so like, Nope, I got it. Like I'm going to do everything myself. Thank you so much. But Honestly, I think the reason why I've always been like that is because I've always had such a strong network in my corner. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're there. Like, I got these people. But like, you just totally punched me in the gut because like, it's true. The reason I can be that way is because I have the support of those people closest to me. You have the love. Yes. You know that when you go try something new, which you continue to do, they're still going to be there. So regardless of what anybody else, the other 8 billion people in the world think, regardless of what any of them think, like those people who really matter to you, who you need are still going to be there. Totally. Totally. So powerful. Uh, And that like we can do that for other people too at any point. 100%. 100%. Like I'll be the, I'll be that person for people. Like you need a person who will be your soundboard and like will genuinely tell you if something is a good idea or a bad idea, but no matter what, like love you through it. Like I'll be that person for you. I would love to be that person for you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because, because like, I think I was telling somebody the other day, I think that that kind of authenticity, that kind of honesty, that kind of vulnerability is like the rawest, truest, most genuine form of love. There's nothing like it. Tell me more about that. I mean, think about it. Like if like your mom, you were saying you need to call your mom. Like, you know, your mom is going to tell you if one of your ideas is nuts. Like, she's going to be like, I just don't know if that's a good idea. Like, you don't really have the money for that. Like, how are you going to fund? Like, she's going to tell you all these things, but she's going to say to you, but go for it and then see what happens. And if it fails miserably, like, she's not going to be like, well, see you idiot told you like, she's not going to do that, you know, where it's like, I have people in my life that. I will tell them straight up, like, listen, like the reason why you're not achieving everything that in your brain you want to achieve is because you're getting in your own way, because you're self-sabotaging, because you're putting yourself in a box that like nobody else is putting you in right now. So if you really want to grow beyond that, you got to make it happen. Like I'll be that person for someone, but like that's because I genuinely raw, authentically love them, you know? And you want to see them become the entire human being that they are. 100%. And like you, whatever that looks like. Whatever that looks like. And I think oftentimes, you know, like you said, you're an eight on the Enneagram. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. There's nine I'm an Enneagram. I'm eight wing different. seven. Eight wing seven, baby. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we we are all so our brains just function so differently. Again, my friend, same same friend Corey. He's also my my coach, and he's an Enneagram three. You know, and I'm a seven, and so we have very different brains. But here we are bouncing off all the different things that are going on in my mind and the way that I think about them. And then he comes, and then as even as I'm saying them to him, I start thinking about it in a different way because I'm like. Oh, Corey's going to think about it like this, but then he starts saying stuff, and then he he even builds on what I what I was already thinking. Maybe he would think about it, and then I'm able to think about it the way that he thinks about it. And I need to be able to have that different perspective on all this shit that's swirling around in my head because I'm going fucking crazy over here. Totally, and- I feel that. Oh gosh, you just nailed it! Like so many people are like, "Well, I don't want to have conversations with that person because I know they don't agree with me," and it's like, "Well, then you're never going to grow as a human." If you're not able to have conversations like genuine, deep, loving conversations with people that you may completely disagree with, then how are you ever going to grow your perspective, like your your love for other people like that? I think that is my one of my and obviously yours, too. That's a superpower being able to have those kind of conversations with people that are so different from us like. Woo. And I would say to anybody listening to this, if you haven't taken an Enneagram test, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you so that you can go and like click the link and find out your Enneagram. But I think finding out people's Enneagrams is such a good way to like learn how to communicate with them. Absolutely. And and it helps you to understand where they're coming from and how they view the world. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. Totally. Totally. Well, listen, my friend, I adore you. And this has been a I lot of fun. I don't want it to end. No. Well, no, well, no, no, no. We have quick fire questions. Don't worry. We're not, oh, okay, good. We're Thank not God. done yet. But we I got, want you like, to... We got, yeah, we got time. Sorry. Like we got a minute. But I need okay, you to good. first tell everybody, like if I want to connect with Brian, all the platforms, all the places I can find you, tell me. Um, I'm on YouTube, Brian Tarada. I'm on Twitch, Brian Tarada baby. I'm on Instagram, Brian Tarada. I'm on Twitter, Brian Tarada. I'm on uh, TikTok, Brian Tarada with two A's. <laughs> um, uh, my phone number, I'm oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my social security number is, yeah. and I love cheese pizza. Um, <laughs> wait, first of all, what? when are you born? What's, when's your birthday? October 17th. Are you a Libra? I'm a Libra lover. Oh, yeah. So this is going to be hard for you. Okay. Oh, why? Well, because like thinking quick, like because you're so balanced. Oh. Like you're like, it could be this, but also it could be this. Like this has to be. All my caveats. Yeah. You get one minute and I'm going to ask you as many quick fire questions as possible. You say the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Favorite book. Million Miles in a Thousand Years by Donald Miller. Favorite podcast. Joe Rogan. Favorite article of clothing you own. (laughs) These sweats that I'm wearing, they're huge and flowy and they were my friends and she didn't want them anymore and now I wear them all the time. (laughs) Love it. Best advice you've ever been given. You're only confined by the walls you build yourself. Favorite vacation you've ever taken. Florida Keys with my friends. It's very, 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 very fun. Would you rather go on a beach vacation or a camping vacation? Beach, but I do love camping too. Okay. Would you rather go on a private yacht or a private jet? Ooh, yacht. And last question. You're going to a deserted island. You can take three things. What are they? Quick. Can it be people? Yeah. 
Oh, um, my brother and my sister and my mom and dad. Because <laughs> they're one person. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> their their flesh has become one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You did pretty good. <laughs> I got through them all. Yeah, you did. You got, I mean, I ask them on the fly. There's like different ones every week, but you, yeah, you did good. That was, I just like watch the clock and I just do it in like a minute. Well, my friend, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this with me. I really, 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 really adore you. I adore you. This immediately, as soon as we jumped on, on the call, I just felt like this, like, like this peace and this, this fun and this playful and this important and this like bright light and it's, it's it's this energy that you bring and i feel like it's a connection that that we've always had um especially you know i have again like we don't see each other all that often but i feel like we are kindred spirits mm-hmm. in the way that we live and the way that we love and share and speak and communicate and uh everything like that you know you've you've always been someone that i just kind of look to and think like this person like understands how important it is to take the next step well you're the best thank you so much i hope you have a good day <laughs> thank you so much have a good day and keep rocking it danielle to way to go you too bye <laughs> all right bye i adore that human so much you guys if you could really i mean it, i feel like i have a special view or a special lens with these people that I bring onto this podcast because I know them and I know the journeys they've had and the journey that Brian has had to where he started when he created Be Free Stories. I mean, even farther back, like when he and I used to work together at Lululemon, like the journey he's had has been so it's been like honestly, this is gonna sound cliche as hell, but it's been like a butterfly. Like he has gone into his cocoon. He's like marinated in it. Now he's like come out and he's like all these colors. He's so beautiful. He's so magnificent in the way that he shows up in his community, the way that he shows up for other humans, the way that he makes people see feel seen and heard and loved. He's just so, so amazing. So I really hope you got to take anything and everything from that conversation because I know obviously I did. So maybe you've been listening to this podcast and you are kind of inspired and you're thinking, do I want to start a podcast? I can't recommend it enough. I am not the person that is going to be editing and doing all of the administrative work that's required to start a podcast. That's honestly why I did not start one sooner. Thank goodness I found Upstarter Pods. Chase and his team are incredible at what they do. They are the reason why this podcast has taken the shape it has. I cannot recommend or just shout them from the rooftops enough. If you are interested in starting a podcast, have a conversation with his team. You can email them at chase at upstarterpods.com. You can slide into their DMs at upstarterpods on Instagram. You'll get a free consult. Tell them on the daily sent you you will get a discount if you refer, if you let them know that I referred you. But I'm telling you, like, it's worth a conversation. And why not? Because don't just sit around and wait years like I did to start a podcast when you can literally have a team that will help you get one off the ground. So go go check them out.
And as always, if you love what you hear from us, make sure you are subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. If you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a rating and a review. We love to hear what you're loving. We love to hear what we, you know, any any ideas you have, bring it to us. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Danielle underscore on the daily. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at on the daily pod. Slide into our DM. I make it a point to respond to every single comment and like and interaction that I get on that platform. So I will get back to you. I want to hear from you. Tell me if you know of any guests I should have. Tell me what topics we should talk about. Where should we go from here? I would love, love, love to hear from you and interact with you. So reach out. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. I promise. And like I said, reach out, subscribe, rate, review, and share it with your friends. Podcasts are, you know, it's a word of mouth and there's so many out there. And if you share it, if you're loving it, we are just so, so grateful. So thank you for your time as always and your love and your support. And we will see you next week for an interview with a good friend of mine named Victoria Brown. She is an entrepreneur. She's a soul cycle instructor, like so many of my guests are. My, my guests are either from what seems to be the same college or we work at SoulCycle, but obviously there's more variety than that. But it is funny because I've had a lot of soul instructors on here. Victoria is a soul instructor. She is the creator of the Very Best Self Project. She's an Under Armour athlete. She is a mindset and breathwork coach, a life coach, all the things. Her journey has been incredible. And I know you're going to really really relate to her story. So make sure you come on back for that. And as always, you'll get an episode with me every Friday. Have a beautiful day and we will talk soon.